Hey, we are back. This is AgVisor Pro's The You Need to Know. Took a little break, but we are hot on the questions that are coming into the app. And I believe, Kyle, you did find a really good question. I did find a really good question and a timely one at that. So the question is, what is your best advice for managing Russian thistle infestations in cereals? Are fall herbicide sprays needed to avoid seed set? Mm, seed set, yeah. Well, I'm sure the seed's on the ground already. <laughs> or, <laughs> well, or most or most of it, as far as the plants that are out there. That I don't have much Russian thistle in my area, but I've got lots of seeds of everything, pigweeds, kochia, you name it, it's it's on the ground. So I, I think of this like kochia a little bit, since they're both tumbleweeds, but do grow a little differently, obviously look a little differently, unless you're in the winter, then you got to actually stop to look at the tumbleweed to get a proper ID. But after harvest, those plants could still grow, especially stuff that made it under the cutter bar. So is it a good idea to do a fall spray to halt the plant from growing anymore and setting more seed? The answer I have for that is absolutely yes. <laughs> right. And so, so there we go. Simple answer to that question is, is a fall spray needed to stop seed production? If that plant is actively growing and still producing, it can produce more seed than what already has been produced. So a fall burn down would do that wonders. That being said, it did freeze hard right after he asked his question. Yeah. And, and I would assume, because this was out of Regina, and so that's quite a ways north of me, almost directly north, and we froze hard. So I have to assume they froze hard in Regina. And so if that were the case, likely all the Russian thistle is going to stop growing mm-hmm. because it is an annual weed. And so there shouldn't be any more seed production at the current moment. Of course, the best way to prevent seed is to handle it in season so it doesn't get that. But you know how all those spots are. They're in probably your saline or tougher ground or they're out in spots you, you don't want to drive out through the, the field to get to type of thing. Uh, so you manage it kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, after that harvest period. But once you start, in my experience in most weeds, once you start to get color change uh, into the fall on weeds, your seed is pretty much made. From maturity wise so like you said unless it's under the cutter bar or you get a fall rain it uh you can still get some regrowth and seed production but uh you got to kind of manage it in crop but that the first part is uh if you're going to spray in the autumn or fall to help manage around that it is going to be probably you can do some stuff in my opinion for this fall to help not having seed set but you're probably managing it more going into spring mm-hmm. to try to keep that, that seed that's on the ground become become a problem for next year. I don't know if that's what you guys run into out in your part of the world. No, I, I think so too in general. Um, now, with as cold as it is and the forecasted temperatures where the nighttime lows are where they're at, we're not going to see a lot of growing degree days. We also don't have a lot of relative heat right now or moisture and so i don't see a lot of new winter annuals even germinating let alone any kind of annual stuff this fall but my our gears have switched and we're more on like a fall residual path right now and we're, we're prepping for that and so we're thinking ahead to next spring but applying stuff right now so you 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 name it i mean our big one that 
you and I have talked about all the time is flumioxazin. So that that probably being the dominant one, that being your best friend. But there's other options that are out there. Uh, 2,4-D is another great option right. that should go in the fall. So part of that part of that question. So it's really warm here today. I'm 72 degrees Fahrenheit, and I'm looking ahead to my forecast, and I do have by this upcoming weekend some temperatures below freezing. Right. So part of maybe the, that question, like it's almost it's not asked, but it always gets asked, is how late do you put on your flumioxazin? Do you do it now, mm-hmm. or do you wait later because it's still kind of it's still kind of nice out. For, for we're a third of the way through October and it feels like we're into middle of September. So do you spray it now or do we do we wait a week, 10 days and decide to start spraying? I'm going to... That's, that's gonna always... I, my, me personally, right. I'm going to wait. I'm going to give it as long as I can if I have the capacity or the, the farmer does to get a sprayer inside so that there's maybe, well, if it's not loaded up or anything, but to... Have the capacity to put that product on as, as late as you can, because once you once you get it out there now, your your time clock will start ticking for the amount of residual length. So even if there isn't any moisture or rain to activate it, there's still enough to some degree with dews and wet mornings and things like that. So I that, that's what I recommend. I, I tell people let's let's go as late as we possibly can. So but before before the ground's frozen, we'll put it that way. Yes. So agronomically, waiting as long as you can before the ground's frozen solid is definitely a good move. Once the ground's frozen, you may have uh, different circumstantial issues that are probably not going to help the the control with that herbicide, just getting it absorbed into the ground. But but to your point, waiting as long as you can, the reason that is, is these products, 2,4-D and flumioxazin, break down from microbial activity. So think of it similar to how you apply nitrogen fertilizer. When you're doing fall fertilizer, you want your soil temps to drop below a certain level, right? Because then the microbial activity within the soil itself will not start the nitrogen process, breaking it down into the other forms where it could leach. Same idea with these herbicides. As soon as they're applied to ground, where the soil temps up above a certain level, those microbes are active and can start breaking down that herbicide. So for us, I'd say that general rule of thumb is once you can get below that 50 degree soil temperature mark, very similar to what you do for applying nitrogen, you're not, you're, anything you apply after that point, typically you're going to see into next spring's activity versus being used up this fall. So that's the reason it's brought up that way is to be as full strength as you possibly can going into spring versus using it up this fall because it's spring germinated stuff at this point is what you're really after. Yeah. So if I, I just went onto the end down site and looked up soil temps, which is they're always a day behind, but in my general area, we're probably, if I was to pick a number, I'd say 51. And if I go out to your area, it's probably a little warmer. It's probably looking like 53, maybe something like that. Mm -hmm. So by this weekend with those temps, that's it's we're going to we're going to cool the rock we live on down quite a bit. So it's <laughs> I'd say in a week's time we would be let's think about getting out and getting that sprayed on. This and our daytime temps are going to be good enough for spraying. We're going to be into the well above freezing, but the nighttime temps are going to be kind of chilly. So and manage around that. But And so that's the ideal scenario is if you can wait as long as you can. We do understand that logistics will beat out agronomy 
almost every single time that exists there. Seven days. So, yes, yeah, seven <laughs> days a week, logistics will beat out agronomy. So, knowing that we're so close to that threshold, if this is something where you still have corn or sunflowers or some kind of a late crop left to harvest, but it's too wet this week and you know it's going to be go time in a week from now and you're not going to have time to spray, hey, it would work out to do it. But if you had time to spray during harvest too, wait, wait a week. We have, we'll get, I'll have a lot of guys that'll finish up with uh, soybeans this week. And so there would be a good time if they're going to leave some of this stuff into stubble. That's another whole discussion, but uh, yeah, I would, I would probably start maybe getting a few things done, getting the combine put away, get some things cleaned up, all that stuff. And then think about going out and starting our 2023 weed control this fall. So that question is really good because yeah, the timeliness, I think we'll have these same discussions all winter because there was some Absolutely. things that, sh- that showed up this year that were like, whoa, uh, this but, did not do as well as we thought. But the deal is right now is we can plan for 2023 right now and we can do something about that plan. And it's going to be a relatively short window. Yeah, I mean, our our days are, are good weather to spray without turning the sprayer into an ice cube. Those days are going to become limited relatively quick. So just mind you that... Now is the time to make a difference for next season already. Yeah. And I'd say that's probably the we need to know this week, right? That's, I would agree. Okay. Well, hey, get those sprayers going. Let's see some fall burn down. 